What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we got another good episode for you this week. But before we get to that, I want to mention that next week we will be having the Fantasy Couch on again. You remember that episode from last year? Great fantasy football advice. This guy's a guru. He has a book out, has a very successful YouTube channel, a very successful Instagram page. Make sure you go check out all of his stuff this week. To prepare for next week, it's going to be great. It's going to be a long episode. We're going to go over everything fantasy football with him. But for now, we've got some basketball, baseball to talk about. Let's start off in the NBA. It was a great first week of games back. You had a great game between the Celtics and Bucks. You had the Rockets and Mavs go to OT. You had the Lakers and Clippers kick it off. It's been a great week of games. Basketball's back. These teams all look hungry. The Nets taking out the Bucks last night. I mean, it's been fantastic. You guys must be loving it as much as I am. The Suns beat the Clippers today and beat the beat them all game long. Like they were. Devin Booker made the game winner today. Well, I guess it'll be tomorrow. When we, I mean, yesterday when we're saying this, but ooh, I've never seen basketball this like. Every game is close. Like literally, like seventy-five percent of games are close. Game winners. We have overtime. We have the Rockets Mavs game. Doncic and KP versus. Uh, Russell Westbrook has been playing amazing with James Harden. Harden stealing, playing defense, stealing from Giannis late in the game. I mean, I've been, like Colin Coward talked about it on his show uh, today, he's shocked with the quality of play, and, and kind of so am I. I mean, this is as good basketball as good basketball I've seen in, in years. And he brought up a good point about Perhaps because they're they're not traveling. They're not, you know, they're all they're doing is they're wake up and they're, they're they're waking up and they're playing. They're not traveling. There's no jet lag. There's not all this, you know, all this all this extra bullshit and an extracurricular activity and and less media. All they're doing is they're waking up, practicing whatever and playing. And it's it's tremendous basketball right now. Yeah, we, yeah. we were talking about like how. It was like the third day of basketball before we saw like a game that wasn't phenomenal, not just like a bad game, a game that wasn't fantastic. And it's it's so true. I think that's a great point. People forget so often like what it what happens, you know, in between, you know, going from one court to the other. You know, think about it. Your own, you know, everyone's traveled in some form or fashion. Like when you take a flight somewhere, especially if it's like an international flight or a cross country flight, you know, you're leaving, maybe you're leaving at a weird time. You're taking a red eye. Like these guys are taking red eyes most of the time. If it's a flight, like if they're going cross country, they're playing a game at, in New York at, at, that ends at 10 doing the, all the interview stuff. And they're, you figure they're out of the arena by 11, 30, 12, they're going right to the plane to go play the Lakers. If they're playing, you know, in LA in two days, they're taking a red eye that night so you know you just got like all this stuff that goes on in between games you don't you don't think about it and think about how tired you are as a normal person when you take and now now add in two extremely physically grueling bookend activities on top outside of those that travel it's crazy and then to do that for six months 
you know, especially that you understand why guys are worn down at the end of the year in in ways. But yeah, I mean, we I don't know how you could be upset with anything that's going on with the NBA bubble. They're they're killing it. Coronavirus wise, they're killing it. You know, I haven't heard play. anything. I haven't heard a thing. Not a, not a thing. I mean, you know, they're, they're the only one that's doing a bubble and possibly the only one that can do a bubble because of limited teams and the amount of people per team compared to the other sports. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like I think the first two uh, fuck ups, whether it was with the, you know, the, the simple one with the guy, um, forgot who, who was it? Was it Damari Carroll? Not Damari. Was it Holmes? It was Holmes with the with the Uber pickup and he crossed yeah, the yeah, line. Yeah. He crossed the line. I mean, it sounded like he just went a little too far and came back. And then there was that girl on on Twitter who was like, I guess I already got invited to the, the NBA bubble. So I think that was a big um, shock and like a big wake me up call for everyone and saying, you know, if we want this to happen. And, and I think coupled with that is. The NBA, Adam Silver's done a fantastic job, and they're very big on social reform, social justice. They're taking a big, they're taking a big uh, risk, not 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 risk, but they're taking a, a big platform with what they're doing right now, and and they realize if they fuck this up, that platform's gone. So yeah. that's another thing. Like you have, you know, you have all the names on the back of the jerseys. You have Black Lives Matter on, you know, the courts. It's everywhere. You know, they're, you know all different uh, things of what they want to say on there. They have a tremendous platform right now, and it's and it's all focused right now on basketball and social reforms. So those two things right now. Yeah, they were so worried about that. Not only can't that. you play, but you're, 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 you're je- jeopardizing that platform that LeBron and all these guys speak upon, all, you know, and really are utilizing right now. Yeah, I mean, that was their big worry going into it was – if the basketball would all of a sudden take away from the social justice conversations and in ways, I think you're right. It's done the opposite. It's, it's enabled it to have a platform when it was, it's so much easier to have somewhat of a cohesive message or a a unified, a unified look or message when you're all together, all in the same spot, all eyes are on you. Um, and not to say that they weren't do, players weren't being outspoken and, and doing the right things before the bubble or outside the bubble, but now they have a chance to kind of you know talk about things in person and 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 be a more cohesive unit. And anyone knows any time any message like that of of any sort, any movement, it's it's better to have a, a unified message and to be able to collaborate in person. Uh, it just it it creates a stronger front. It creates more credibility behind whatever message you're you're trying to portray or or share. Uh, it's I think the NBA is it's worked out perfectly. They could not have asked for a better a better outlook through this point. Shocker! Adam Silver's doing the right thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Shocker! The greatest commissioner ever is is killing it. <laughs> and uh, there's been some like outstanding performances already. I mean, it seems like guys. Haven't missed a beat. Obviously, we had yeah, Harden T.J. Warren. Game. Uh, yeah, T.J. Warren dropped a fifty burger out here drinking Michael Jordan's secret stuff at halftime. That's, yeah, that's the that's, guy. That's the guy that um that Jimmy Butler was like, yo, you don't put him on me. He's whack. You know, like he he's yeah. not in my league. And he I, he is right. Of course, he's right. Because and T.J. Warren is not a scrub. I think he puts up seventeen or so a game. The Suns traded him away for cash considerations, which was a joke. He's definitely a very capable player. They traded uh, him and a pick. End a pick. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I would have been pissed too. 
I mean, he's he's normally not that big a needle mover in, in general, but yeah, he's really playing great and um, playing with a chip on his shoulder. And 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 the Pacers are playing incredible. The Pacers are playing great. I mean, the Pacers are up twenty-one on the Magic, and the Magic aren't a terrible team. I mean, not to say that they're great, but the Magic have been playing well as well. Um, they beat the Wizards. That's no shock. But who was the other team the Pacers beat? They beat a they beat um they beat the Sixers by six. That was a game where Warren. So they're really. I mean, I mean they're on and they're they're beating teams uh, decisively. They're a team that's really looked looked good. My Heat have looked good. We lost by a few points to the Raptors and then had a huge win over the over the uh, Nuggets and now uh, playing very well against the Celtics. They've looked good. A lot of teams have been looking good. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the Bucks game, uh, the Celtics Bucks game. Tatum kind of Celtics, Celtics look great too. It's another team. Yeah, they are. Well, that too. I I mean, I have a lot of lot of gripes with that Bucks. Uh, Celtics game uh, at the end there. I mean, Giannis was playing with about eight fouls at the end, and they uh, they did everything they could to keep him in that game. It was kind of a, l- a little ridiculous at the end. He had he literally I didn't see a ton of that. He game literally Giannis. he literally hit Tice in the balls pretty pretty purposely, and they were like, nah. They were they went to look if it was a uh, intentional foul, and then they were like, oh, never mind. There's no foul on that play. Not with a foul. They went out. by five or six. It was at the end. It was seven, but seven. it was a one-point game when Giannis would have. It ended up. Smart took a charge outside the um, arc. Took a charge. They went and they looked at. I don't at know it. about that one. That one, he, he was. I I disagree with that one. I think he was either moving or his heel was over the line. I don't think that was as decisive as you think. Oh, I, yeah. There's probably some bias there, but I I mean at that point it was a close. Was, that I that. Objectively, that was very close. To overturn it, I think, was a little... When it's called the charge on the floor, and then it was a very, very close call on the replay, I didn't like that one. But uh, my whole point was that Tatum laid an egg that game. We lost by seven, and Tatum only had five points, and he went, like, two for 18 from the floor. But then he responded when they played the Blazers, went off for 34 points, eight assists, four rebounds, shot 60-ish percent. From three point, like he, he had an amazing game, went out there and played, and it was after he got a haircut. So uh, haircut he came big. in with some long hair, went got a haircut, went back to the uh, the short buzz, and now he's balling again. So I think he found the secret that he just needs to keep the hair short forever, and he will ball because he I mean, went he's, off he's against golfing. the Blazers. To <laughs> me, is. I, just... I can't. No, go, oh, ahead, go, go ahead. I was just gonna say if the Celtics don't sign him to this max contract. Or it's a supermax contract he can get after this season, I believe. I think it will be just I, I won't be a Celtics fan anymore. If they if they let him walk, I will not be a Celtics fan anymore. He's he's gonna get every every dollar of it. And he's where I mean he's I think he's my dark horse for MVP next year. I really um I mean Tatum's just been fantastic. I mean he had the one bad game, like you said. I mean kind of an anomaly. Um I, I was thinking about it the other day. Um him and Brandon Ingram, most people probably think Tatum is much better, but I don't think Tatum's that much better than Ingram after Ingram's performance this year. Ingram's, Ingram's playing played, great. Ingram's playing incredible. Ingram, they're both, I think, the same age, or Ingram's a year old. I think they're the same age. Ingram's played one more year in the league. And they have a similar trajectory right now. Ingram took a bigger jump this year, probably the most improved player. Um, and they're both built the same way. They're both, like, tall, lanky 
6'10 from Duke, shooting guard, forward, wing, hybrid, new NBA type, whatever you want to play. Um, like Ingram, the way Ingram's attacking, uh, aggressive, finding his spots on the floor, delivering from three. Uh, really, the way he's attacking is is tremendous. And Tatum's the same way. I mean, at first we thought we thought you know Tatum maybe he's just a three point shooter. We don't know. Um, you know, similar concerns. Don't have a ton of muscle mass. Tatum's a little more defined, I think, muscularly and more built. But both are just uh, you know tremendous Tatum, sharp I mean, shooters right now. And well, Tatum also didn't take that big of a jump from year one to two. Everyone he came out strong as a you know, year. Was, every- this was his big. This was his big. Yeah, and that, that's right. like from Ingram's. Ingram from last year to this year, both of them from last year to this year took their big jump. The, and I the, mean, then you've got you've got Jalen Brown too, who has just improved. Jalen Brown's year playing, over year. Incredible. He's an athletic freak. You've got. I think this is. I mean, they've had some good teams in the past five years that have obviously. I mean, a couple conference finals appearances. Obviously, you get beat by LeBron in those. Sucks to suck, but it is what it is. And. Uh, now they're I think this is their best squad yet though. The chemistry that Kemba, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum have. I mean, we don't have really we need that big guy. That's what they need. They need to figure out a, a solid younger big guy to be that five because I mean right now we have this Robert Williams. He's all right, he's still young, he's still growing. He's not gonna move the needle. He's not gonna he's not gonna do it. We need someone we need we needed to go get like an Andre Drummond. We needed to go get someone like that. I think you need that's a big guy be... that's like a, d- a defensive focused big guy, like someone yeah, like, you like a, you need like a Kendrick Perkins back on the team. Yeah, or even like a Mitchell Robinson, like who's gonna give you eight to ten points on the offensive end, but he's dominant he's defensively. Protect the lane. Yeah, like, you don't like need offense. You don't need. Like... I mean, it's not that you don't necessarily need offense. You don't need shots being taken away from Brown and Tatum uh, on the offensive side. Yeah. Yeah, and and. Kemba and Hayward, like you have four legitimate I scores. About Hayward, yeah, it's yeah. like you I mean, have Hayward's, guys that could be a number one on probably fifteen teams yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the crazy thing is, Smart's bare. I mean, not Smart. Smart's been great as well. He's really he really steps up. I almost feel like you guys, and I I feel crazy saying this, and I know he's a great player. I feel like you guys don't really need Kemba. I mean, like, um, I know Kemba's great, and like. I we need a guard, a, though. We need we need no, a, I, I we understand need a top that. Guard. It's like it's like without Kemba. I mean, we're with Kemba in a limited role. I should say Kemba's been playing in a limited role, and you have Marcus Smart playing as well as I think he can play defensively. Off, I mean, he's just solid all around. Um, I mean, the thing is, I like the ball in Tatum and Brown's hands a lot. I know you do need a guard. Um, I get that, but. It's just when when you have even smart smart can handle the ball terrific and he smart has been making great passes he's really he's like you know he's always been that defensive gem ace and now he's he can he, we know he can make the three and he's really um, delivering and facilitating really nice passes so luckily Kemba is a good scorer off the ball though not all point guards are yeah, yeah Kemba can. Kemba can do a lot he's pretty dynamic he can I, I I'm interested to see how they are next year I think they're going to be a title I mean a top four title contender next year. Well, I, I presume they're going to lose Hayward next year, right? Because this is this season. Think, yeah, this no, is I his final year. year right? I think next year is his last year. No, they oh, yeah they oh. have another year of Hayward, I believe. He signed a four year deal and then he missed his first season. Played last season. This is the third year on his deal. He's got one. I more. thought it was the fourth year. 
No, okay. he's got he, he's got one more. So I mean, like you have next year is like really. I think next year is the year. This year they have a real chance. I mean, they played very well against the Bucks. Came right down to the end. They they can play with the Lakers. They can play with the Clippers. I think they they can beat any of these top teams. It's going to be a matter of how easy the first two rounds of the playoffs are for them. Because if they go through, because I don't see too many teams giving the Bucks uh, too much trouble through the first couple rounds. So if we can get through the first two rounds, you know, maybe go five, six games. If there's back-to-back long series, I think it's going to be a really tough task to beat the Bucks, uh, no matter how good they play, because they're going to be they're going to be beat down after long series. So yeah. if they can get through the first two rounds pretty easy. I think it'll be a really, really good Eastern Conference Finals. And then in the West, those teams are going to be beat up in the West. I mean, let's not pretend like any team in the West is going to have it easy getting the West there. All is the great. Teams. I mean, the West is the West is great right now. I mean, you have it's a huge from three to six. It's a huge uh, jumble fuck of, you know, Denver, Houston, Utah, OKC. They're all they're all. Two and a half games, that's all it separates three through six. Oh, and even two through six now with the Clippers losing. Three and a half three and a half games, that's two through six. All those teams technically could switch with one another. I mean, the Thunder could conceivably be the t- I mean, the the two. I'm not they they won't, I'm saying, but um I really liked how Houston's playing right now. I never thought I'd like the Houston small ball, and I'm starting to buy into it right now. With the way Russell Westbrook has refined his game, no longer taking as many threes. Um Harden sometimes gets tired. So, and when he gets tired, Russ's motor does not stop. That's one thing with Russ is he never stops. And this whole break, I think, was huge. Paid is going to pay huge dividends for the Rockets because they're small. They're playing. That you know, they're getting out rebounded. They're going to have to fight. They've been having to fight for every single possession. Um, and now that they have this three month break, they get to they get the rest. And same with James Harden. How often do we see James Harden in the first, second round? He looks beat. He be, looks beat by game five, game six. His shot is tired. So I think the Rockets are a huge beneficiary of the style of um, of, of this break, I should say, and, and the bubble. But, yeah, I mean, in the East, I think, honestly, I, I think the Heat are in it too. I think it's the top four teams. I don't really think the Pacers or, 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 or the Sixers have a chance. The Heat are two and one versus the Raptors, and two and zero versus the Bucks, and we have the third best record against winning teams in the NBA. So I, I think I'm not saying they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna come out, but I think any four of those teams can give each other problems. I don't think it's they, gonna be. Uh, are they playing other conferences? Like, is the West playing East teams? They just playing in their own conference now. Yeah, they're playing other conferences. The Heat. Yeah, we the played the. Celtics yeah, the Celtics the played the Blazers the other night. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not enough teams, I don't think, to... Yeah, I yeah, I just didn't, I mean, I just didn't even realize I hadn't even thought about it. Because, you know, yeah. these eight games is basically for playoff seating, so it wouldn't be, like, insane. I if think they... it was, I think it was, like, six in-conference, two out-of-conference, gotcha. I think is what it ended up yeah. being for most teams. Also, Hayward has a, he's a player option this summer. Oh, uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't see him walking away from that money. He's not oh, going to get yeah. another... 29, he's going to be 29. He can. He's only twenty. I feel like he's got to be at least thirty-five. I don't think he's I getting. Like I don't that, think he's I getting like that, that Butler, type of money I feel like else. that shot at Butler was so long ago. I feel like that was like two thousand seven. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It says he's twenty-nine going into this season, so I don't know if he's turned thirty yet. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I'm just saying maybe he goes for maybe he's he gonna make thirty-four. Out. Thirty-four million. 
Yeah, if he opts in, but then but then he's gonna go into the season thirty one year old looking for a contract. I don't know if he if he has that. Plenty of guys have done that where they opt out trying to get their trying to get that last big contract because if he can opt out now and get another four year deal because he's only twenty nine or thirty, then that's different than then maybe that the cost is different, you know, that next year when he's thirty one, he won't be able to get that four year deal. For that max money that he's well, used to getting. He's 29 now, so then he'd be 30. 29 entering this season. I don't know. Obviously, he'll be 30 by the time next season starts. I don't know if he's 29 or 30 right like today. I don't know if he's turned right. 30 yet. When uh, when they, I could also see. I could also see if they end up making it deep this year. He plays well and then has a good season next year. I could definitely see the Celtics offering him something like another, like maybe. Four years at like ninety five million, you know. Well, they, can they him afford a, him though? With are they gonna have to re-sign Smart and Jalen Brown though? The Browns already in. Browns already in. Browns already in for the max. Oh yeah, but but I mean I, I should say never mind. I should say Tatum, Tatum with Smart. Smart's gonna Smart will command money. Smart's gonna command money because he took a he took a discount to come back to Boston. Yeah. yeah, and he's so evolving he's, as a player now. He, now he's going to want he's going to want his. If he doesn't, if Boston doesn't give it to him, Charlotte will, or Atlanta will, or yeah. you know some. Yeah, because Smart's a Smart's a free agent in twenty two, so two we got two him under contract for two more seasons. I mean, you can go over the cap to re-sign your own guys, but there's also the hard cap. You know, I don't know. Right. I don't have the figures in front of me, but. When you're talking about a guy like Hayward, who would be looking at like a 35 to 37 million dollar annual average annual salary, that might push them over the hard cap, and it doesn't matter. Like they won't be able to sign him. Doesn't matter what. And we're not even considering the fact that the the salary cap is almost guaranteed to drop next year. Yeah, because salary yeah. cap is based directly on revenue, and there's no way they're making more money this year than they did last year. So the, true. the salary I mean, cap, no doubt, will drop this summer. It might only be for a year, but it undoubtedly will drop this summer. Mm-hmm. A name to keep an eye on that I really like, I loved him at Purdue, Carson Edwards. I know he's small, but I think you, if smarter someone leaves, if Kembo, I don't know, something happens – Carson Edward gets playing time. I know he's had a little he's been good in the little playing time he's had, but if Carson Edward gets playing time the next couple of years, he's gonna ball out in my opinion. I think I think he's just a baller. I don't care how tall he is. He's just Yeah, he I, was great at Purdue. He had a great run. He was incredible, in the he was incredible but he, but people see the size and they say, Nope, can't do it. But Yeah, because we've got we've got Kemba till twenty the end of twenty twenty three. We've got Brown until the end of twenty twenty four. We've got Smart until the end of 2022. I mean, they'll sign Jalen through 2026 or 2025 at the end, or Jason Tatum at till 2025. I mean, they this they could very well keep those uh, three guys together for the next four years, easy. And then you know if they can find Hayward away in there, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's definitely not going to be easy. They're definitely going to have to uh, take some cuts elsewhere, but. It could it could definitely happen, but um, enough about basketball. Let's talk a little baseball. Um, been pretty good so far. Obviously, we had the big news last week. We missed um, pretty much right after we finished recording last week. We had um, Joe Kelly do America service, 
and uh, go after the Astros. Uh, he threw behind Bregman, got in his head a little bit, and then uh, struck Carl, uh, struck Correa out, and then had the line of the year. Nice swing, bitch. <laughs> um, the probably, face. An instant yeah, class. And the pouty face. Um, Joe Kelly is America's hero. Unfortunately, he got an eight-game suspension for it, which is the equivalent of a 22-game suspension in a full season. So I think that might be a little overkill when he got more, eight times the suspension that any player on the Astros got for cheating their way to a World Series. So seems seems a little unfair, you know. Yeah, if, you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna set a precedent, you better follow it. Yeah, so. when you look at it in that context, it's so bad. He's just so think bad. about this. He did not hit a batter. Yeah. And he didn't get ejected. And he, he is known not ejected. He is known to have a little bit of uh, lack of control when he Very closed the bitch. He, I he mean, broke there's that window. video. There's, yeah, there's the video of him breaking a window at his own house throwing fucking fastballs. I wonder. Yeah. Now, I wonder if that was almost planned by Joe Kelly because he said, I'm going to fucking nail these motherfuckers. I don't know. I don't know. Joe Kelly's a very emotional guy. I'm sure he probably didn't do it, but I don't know. I think Joe Kelly's smart, too. I don't know. I think he's definitely Dave, smarter than he leads on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does, I miss Dave, Joe Kelly. Safe I to miss say Joe Kelly so pretty much. much all Yankee fans now love Joe Kelly. Yeah, he's great. After <laughs> the, I mean, because I know, you know, as he was a Red Sox guy and, you know, the Rome. The, I know who he, he rocked Rome. Was it Romine? Austin Romine? Listen, it's like, I don't know, uh, this probably isn't the best example, but it, to put it in military terms, it's like, you know, the rivalry between Navy, Army, you know, all the, the Air Force. I like that one. That's a good one, actually. It's a rivalry between Yankees. You know, the Yankees fans are Navy and, you know, the Red Sox are, are Army. But when you come together to hate the Astros, at the end of the day, we're all Americans fighting. Yes. Them. Yeah, we're brothers in arms against the Astros. You know? <laughs> The end of the day, every baseball fan should feel like you know we're all we're all Americans fighting fighting against the bad guys. It's the Astros this year. And yeah, it just happens to be the Houston Astros for the rest of time. There uh, should be twenty nine <laughs> fan bases that now love Joe Kelly. Yeah, and and, and, and any subsequent player who pulls something similar, because you know for a fact he won't be the last. And if they start doing this, where they start making examples out of people, baseball players don't forget. They're just going to do it next year, too. Baseball players will keep doing this until they feel that justice has been served. And there's a lot of justice to be served for a team that has not suffered, for players that have not suffered a single bit of actual punishment. So there was, they, they won 101 games plus, what do you have to win? You have to win 15 to win the the World Series? Three rounds of... Four. Oh, so 12 games. So they won 113 games cheating their asses off. So I'd say that we have about 111 more batters that need to be hit until we can even come close to calling it even. And do you think – and even if they keep putting these suspensions out, you're crazy if you don't think that there's some bullpen guy or some pitcher who's like, do you think I give a flying fuck if I miss a start or two? You know, there's some guy in the Yankees. We're winning. We're on pace to win 110 games. You think I give a flying fuck if I miss a start? I this is more important. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. There there needs to be some type of repercussions for these cheating scumbags who just literally seem to have no remorse about anything and seem like they want to paint everyone else to be the bad guy in these situations. Yeah. yeah. Where it's yeah, like, they're... hey, 
You literally cheated, and now that you can't cheat anymore, you all suck. All of your batting averages yeah, suck. Yeah, they're all you batting below hit anything. You literally yeah. cannot hit anything. Jose Altuve, you were an MVP cheating, and then now you are a you are the garbage can. Like <laughs> with the cheating, you look at those numbers. Altuve did not deserve that MVP. He had a, he batted what thirty points higher than him batting average. Literally across the board, every other statistic was in Aaron Judge's favor. War like uh, on base, like every number across the board. Was yeah, Aaron Judge should have won that MVP. I thought Aaron Judge should have won that MVP at the time, and that's coming from a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I mean, he, he got robbed of that MVP, and obviously the Yankees got robbed of going to a World Series that season. It's just— And the Dodgers have been really robbed, so I mean— yeah. But the Dodgers just... have had plenty of chances to win World Series. I mean, let's not let's not pretend like the Dodgers haven't done themselves well, how many? How many times—who did they—they they played— what is this, the second year they were in the World Series, right? No, this was like the fourth, wasn't it? They lost to the Astros, they lost to the Nationals, they lost to the Red Sox. Oh, so it was, th- it was three then. Yeah. Three right. in a row. It's, it's, I mean, it's not like they haven't had ample opportunity to no, win. No, I know, but I mean, they, I mean, that was a seven-game series. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, that absolutely. Had. No, I think. I mean, and I Houston think they, won two games in Houston. Yeah. One games two and five in Houston. I heard. Yeah. Not two and, uh, three and five in Houston. So, I mean, that's – people are like, oh, well, where they want – when I posted that on the Instagram, there was so many – first of all, Astros fans are the most fucking mentally weak people I've ever come across of any fan base in sports. It's hilarious how salty and flustered they are and how they can't take the heat. Or four games in and they're, like, already crying about the insults. But they all of them, you know, chirping in the comments like, oh, well, they you don't want to talk about how they won game seven in L.A. It's like – yeah, well, there wouldn't even have been a game six, let alone a game seven, if you didn't win two games cheating in Minute Maid Park. You know, so yeah. to me about game six or seven, you shouldn't even shouldn't even have been playing game six, let alone game yeah. seven. Yeah, it's uh, it's such bullshit. The Astros are a bunch of scumbags. They uh they they don't deserve to win a single game for the next five seasons. And they seriously, like I know they're not going to do it now, but that that World Series should have been vacated. There's just no justification for why they still have that. It's it that's complete bullshit. Yeah, and I I honestly think a one and I, I'm I was in favor of lifetime bans going around, and I get like it, that's hard to pull off, but there should have been a one a one season ban, 162 game suspension for the, the players involved. Hunter, yeah. if it was proven that they were complicit knowledgeable about it you know the the main players the main guys really using it 162 games not in one season because then they'd get off with a cheapy little 60 game season 162 games so we'll see you fucking next august when 100 games is up next year Um, yeah it's 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 complete bullshit they got they got off basically scot-free after one of the mass most massive cheating scandals in all sports yeah They'll uh they'll get it though they'll they'll get theirs and when fans come back fans are gonna be clamoring in 2021 to fucking let them have it they're not gonna forget either. Fans oh yeah, no one way too long. You yeah. think you're gonna yeah. go in Bronx and people are gonna forget about that? No fucking nope. chance. <laughs> yeah, no way. Nope. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be worse than the when the Red Sox in 03 and 04 would go there. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be brutal. But Go um. Ahead. Yeah, that is uh, going to do it for this week. We're going to do a nice short one this week because we're going to have our marathon episode next week with uh, the Fantasy Couch. 
It's going to be great. Uh, make sure you tune in for that. Brush up on your fantasy uh, knowledge because we're going to have a big discussion next week. Uh, in the meantime, go follow us on all the socials at BleacherFan, at Bleacher Banter. Um, and go check out the store at BleacherFan.com, all the merch there. We've got a ton of uh, shitting on the Astros merch. We've got um, some great Bleacher Fan merch. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, and we will see you next week with the Fantasy Couch.